Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Throws the fade, back shoulder, Cooper Cup's got it! Here comes Donald, and he spins through all around and then trying to throw it away. Rings for the Rams, a Lombardi trophy. For Los Angeles. I've dreamed this and it's like, it's surreal. Look at this. World champs, baby! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Earlier on the show, Super Bowl champion quarterback Trent Dilfer. Coming up, your phone calls and more. And now. It's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Hour number three of the show here in Los Angeles, California. Everybody heading for the airport. Get out of here. We need the 405 to be moderately awful. <laughs> Is that wrong? Instead of absolutely I guess there awful. Goes, there, goes, there goes my spot on the uh, tourism board here in L.A. Get out of here. <laughs> Is that wrong? You can tell me if that's wrong. There was a lot of traffic. Well, it was a little aggressive. Was the most people ever in Inglewood at one point, right? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I would think in Hollywood Park wasn't a. Well, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't know if anybody Park. ever went to a horse race, race like that and then started gambling their heads off at that casino. That's true. But I, you no, know, it was it was pretty. Yeah, as I was, you know, pointing out to uh, my nephew Jack, who was here for the weekend. Uh, fantastic Syracuse orange uh, student right now. Yeah. Uh, just point out you, when you when you drive to this incredible stadium, if you fly over it in LA, when you fly in LAX, you could see you fly you drive there, and most likely if you're coming from the north or the west, you're going to pass the, the forum, the yeah. fabulous forum where Kareem was at the game yesterday. And the rest of the uh, fantastic uh, Los Angeles Showtime Lakers used to ply their craft. And with this modern behemoth spaceship-looking thing, the old forum, it still looks a little fabulous, but it it looks like a a cookie. Yeah, You know what I mean? It looks like a little cookie next to this, you know, spaceship. And um, you know it's um, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing how uh, how things have uh, evolved. The Super Bowl here, should not no joke because it's perfect. It actually should be there every. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Well, it's going to be in a rotation. T.J. Jefferson, how are you over there, sir? Good to see you. I'm happy to be here at this very point. Tomorrow's show, Warren Sapp will be here in studio. Yeah, QB Killer. QB Killer is here. Um, and so, uh, no, LA is going to be in a rotation. I think we're. I think this this right. city's going to get it once four every four years. years. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. it's kind of has to happen. The weather, everything, just 
weather. It was 80 all week. It's incredible. It was amazing. I mean, the football gods and the weather gods, man, they just, they're, they're connected. They're, they're attached to the hip. Last year, it was pouring so hard the night before the Super Bowl in Tampa that it, it, it messed with a lot of uh, setup there, that yeah. they had to stop, they had to leave because there was lightning everywhere, including the morning of the Super Bowl, and it became beautiful. Uh, the New York Super Bowl, uh, it was 60 degrees around kickoff or high 50s on that February Sunday in New York City in New Jersey. And then the next day, it Snow. was a blizzard. Yeah. you imagine if that blizzard had hit oh. the day of Super Sunday of the first ever New York yeah. City Super Bowl, New Jersey Super Bowl? It would have been like... was beautiful. Indianapolis was remarkable that week. <laughs> What's going on here, man? I mean, Minneapolis, it was God zero. That's true. It was yeah. zero yeah. Yeah. the week. Yeah. yeah. God's an NFL fan. <laughs> the football gods called the weather gods that week, yeah. and they're like, uh, new phone, who dis? Yeah. You know? I mean, look, <laughs> the next three Super Bowls, the weather won't be an issue. Arizona next year, Las Vegas, and then New Orleans. It's going to be great. Okay. Well, New Orleans, you never know what the hell's going on down there. Yeah, the game's in a dome, though. That's how you just mean. Oh, I know oh, what you're saying. Yeah, but the out, remember last time in New Orleans, it rained, it rained the entire week yeah. leading up to the Super Bowl back in 2011 or whenever. It was. We're about to get to overreaction Monday here on the Rich Eisen Show. We've got uh, your phone calls to take. We'll take a phone call here, and then we'll get to overreaction Monday. Uh, still so much to absorb from yesterday's um, Super Bowl. We just talked about the Kyler Murray situation in Arizona, and it is a situation, folks. If Chris Morton's saying, Mortensen's saying people think he's immature and a finger pointer and that uh, veterans are going to try and help him handle things better, how do you think that guy who changed his Instagram handle earlier in the week is going to take that information? Especially when Mort tweets out that he feels he's being made a scapegoat. How do you think he's going to handle that? No, no, no statement from the Arizona Cardinals is going to put that back in the bottle. <laughs> so, my gosh, as if the quarterback carousel needed any more. Ben in Mississippi, and I know that Adam, our call screener, is back because uh, last time, last week, uh, Mike Del Tufo <laughs> took his call, and he was Ben in Mississippi. Mississippi. So we have the uh, we have we have the ISSI back. Uh, so good to good. Good to we we've got the Sissip back. How are you, Ben? Richie, Rich and Crew, how are things, my man? Hey, What's man, going on? So I was halfway through the third quarter, I was like, I've done it again. I'll pull another masterpiece with the Super Bowl. It was gonna be my sixth consecutive correct pick between the two teams. And then I figured out what that gravitational pull that was pulling me down. Some guy named Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller. You may have heard of. They they they're pretty good from what I've been told. Yes, yes, indeed. But I want to put the spotlight on Cincinnati. And, you know, with you working within league circles, and, you know, like you like to say, everybody's a bunch of chatty cats. The message and the portrayal of the Cincinnati Bengals, and Carson Palmer kind of pointed, alluded to this last week, that they're a cheap franchise. The Bengals have a great opportunity to put their stamps on the AFC North and put themselves in a position to host playoff games every year, you would think, for the next five to six years. Correct. So my message to the Bengals pretty much simply is, don't be cheap, Cincinnati. Go out, spend the money, because you have a hell of an opportunity in front of you, because we don't know what Pittsburgh is going to be. We think they're going to be good. Correct. We're not certain about Baker Mayfield. Correct. We think Baltimore, but they haven't figured out the Lamar Jackson contract situation yet. So if you're Cincinnati, the opportunity is there to compete with Buffalo, to compete with Kansas City, to compete with the Chargers. 
Go out there, spend the money because as we as I told you last year after Kansas City lost, they went out there, they fixed their offensive line. The opportunity is there, but it, it, it comes and it goes, and you know this, that dynasty that we speak of that you can build can disappear and it can evaporate very quickly. So Cincinnati, spend the money. Well, I'll tell you this, Ben, and thanks for the call, Ben. That's an, out, an outstanding um, call. Thank you. He's not wrong, folks. If you are a free agent, offensive lineman, looking to get paid, I would start hitting Zillow in the Cincinnati area right now. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> That's a great point. Let me and by the way, way, by the way, you you could you could look for places with uh, seven zeros in it. You'll be able to afford it. Well, you won't need to. Like the cost of living is way cheaper over on that side, right? Okay. So, you know. Says somebody who's. From the Western PA, Central Pennsylvania. They're area. Midwest, though. I don't really. Oh, uh, yeah, all right. I'm sorry. You're an yeah. East Coaster. I yeah. forgot. Don't get it twisted. Uh, I, I, I would, uh, I would say, uh, hope you, if you like, you know, if you want to live in Cincinnati, yeah. that's it. If you, if you enjoy Midway hot dogs, that would be it. This is your time. Like a three or three bedroom, four bedroom. What should I Whatever set you say. Whatever you say. What if I set this? Uh, I, I, you know, let's just let's just see. You, you figure in. Uh, somebody's got a wife. Um, let's go three kids. So four bed. Well, you need you need a you need you need a spot for your mom, maybe her mom too. Six bedrooms, six bedrooms, seven baths in the Cincinnati area. All right, done. Look for that, and we'll help. Uh, we'll help. Res Consulting will help put you in a beautiful new home because you can have it. There's some new construction. Who, and by the way, how would you like to protect for Crown Jewel? Right. Like three thousand square feet. Um, I, a lot of land. More that. A lot of land. Yeah. <laughs> Think you get the point, right? <laughs> Think everybody gets the point. Yeah, some nice. Nobody. He says, and I, I know that they they say they're cheap, but um, I, I don't think they they um, they uh, have all this cap room all just because they're cheap. I mean, they are known to be uh, spendthrift. <laughs> well, that's got to change now. But I mean, go, you have to change that. Go, 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 go. Because the they're best, so close, Rich. Because no, it's not just that too. It's the clock's ticking. Joe Burrow's on year three. Yeah, that next contract. This is the total golden ticket in the NFL is to get the quarterback right at the top of the draft. Or get the quarterback right at any point in the draft and then hit it in the first contract when you could spend on other people. That's the win. And then you hit it before, if you can hit it once, let alone twice in the first contract before you got to pizzay the guy and then totally change the dynamic around the team. Oh, man. That's the ultimate good stuff. So if you could do this, you get to the Super Bowl in year two. And then protect him. Oh, my God, hit it. Oh, my gosh, hit it. Now, the Bengals aren't used to drafting 31st overall. <laughs> this is new. <laughs> but I, I, I think you can get yourself a pretty good offensive lineman down and around there. And, um, and then go and free agent. Go hit it. Go hit it. Hard. And protect the guy. Do what the Chiefs did. It's not easy. Load up. Load up. Now, the crazy thing is Trent Dilfer, sorry, Bengals fans, in hour number two, just last hour, said it's not going to be as easy as that. Ravens are going to be better. Steelers are going to be better. 
And then not to mention the Bills and Chiefs. <laughs> but Joe Burrow. Chargers. There's no, I'm just, I, I, I don't know. I, I, Trent, Trent knows more Patriots. football in his pinky than most. I, I, just, I just see it and believe it and just think that Joe Burrow is just – he's the real deal and, and has proven it over and over and over again. So if you just – honestly, if you cut the sacks in half, just half, half. He went down 51 times during the regular season and another 17. More than that, I think. Uh, Close to 20. 19 in the postseason. 70 sacks this year. Let's go to um, uh, let's go to uh, Chris here in L.A. right here on the Rich Eisen show. What's up, Chris? Hey, Rich. Uh, listen, a couple of quick things here. First of all, your final salvo on Friday night or on Friday was excellent, and uh, you know I'm happy to have helped fire you up for that a little bit. But it was so awesome, and got me fired up for Sunday. Great work all season. I love Thank you, you guys. Well, uh, as you know, I, I, I mandated it before you get into what you're saying, Chris, to say that that uh, we obviously are a football centric show in many different ways. And for many different reasons, but we we're we're ready to dominate the next two months as well. I mean, this is this is where you find the boroughs. This is where you talk about you find the cups of the world, you know, and um, that's so we're going to be all over this as well. Certainly, since there is a uh, trading places type bet between Brockman and TJ as to whether Kenny Pickett's going to be a top five pick when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. So the next, uh, I would say, eight to ten weeks on this show is going to be uh, equally as dynamite, we hope. So just wanted I'll to say wa- that. I'll be watching. I'll Thank be you, sir. Watching. What's on your mind? I, I, was at the, I was at the game. A lot of emotions from Cincinnati fans. I just want to say also it's an honor to play against that team. And uh, those guys will be back. So congratulations to them for that team. Most importantly, I want to say I'm a lapsed Washington fan. And I finally walked away from that team and specifically that owner, like so many others. And when the Rams came back to L.A. the year my son was born, I adopted his hometown team. And I've been here 17 years, and I'm in it for life with him now. And I just want to say we have to rebuild this fan base. And there's a strong base of people here that don't sell their tickets, by the way. It's people from Montebello and Covina and Torrance and all over. Mm-hmm. It's not just the Hollywood fan base of agents and douchebags. It's a great community, and I'm happy to be a part of it. And I just want to say to everybody, there's a lot of transplants here. Come join us. Go okay. Rams. Thank you very much, Chris. There Appreciate it. Uh, Brockman, I noticed you didn't write that down for a fantasy <laughs> team name. What was it? Uh, was something else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't well, worry about it. We're not using it. No. Transplants. Agents and uh, yeah. D-bags is what he yeah, said. Agents and yeah. By the way. That's not bad. <laughs> He's not wrong, though. He's not wrong. Uh, he's that not is wrong. wrong. He is not wrong that there are a lot of Rams fans here. But now let's see it. L.A. fans, I want to feel you. L.A. fans are also bandwagoners. And now the Rams have won a championship. Well, so that's they're going to come out in full force. Well, no, I don't know, brother. Coming let's see. Yeah. Let's see. Because it was all about, well, the Ram- coming back to L.A., will the fans here buy it? Will they? Well, you got to have stars. Les Snead has given everybody more stars than NFL teams usually have, more than anybody in this town could ever have thought. Got to have stars and you got to win. And a star coach, which Sean McVay is, and and a star stadium. So let's go. Let's go.
Let's see. Number one team in town. So uh, we got still lots more to get to here. Uh, when we come back, overreaction Monday. Our annual tradition is the day after the Super Bowl to take a look at which uh, possible uh, Thursday night openers are in the scheduling ether. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, who could the Rams open next year against now that we know it's going to be right here in L.A.? How <laughs> the season's opening in L.A.? How about them apples? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh almighty. Oh, this means i got to take my kids to that game, too. I'll, right. say, I'll say I might take a touch. All right, brother. Thank you. Uh, for cost, sir. How dare you? How dare you? No, I'm just kidding. The Rams should just not forget uh, who was the guy who fronted their first ceremony of the year in that stadium with the fans back. That would be me. Just saying. Good luck, Charm. Rich Eisen. Whose house? Rich's house. <laughs> So I'm saying. All right, we'll take a break. Overreaction Monday when we come back. A Super Bowl version of Overreaction Monday. And more of your calls here on this busy post-Super Bowl Monday. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. There we go. You all right over there? You right over there? I'm back. There you, That's not there good. You go. There I you can't go. hear anything. Oh, there, there, there you go. go. All right. I can hear it. We figured it out. Mike, you know that's kind of your job to make sure you hear stuff. There you go. 
We're back on the show, right? <laughs> are we? Yeah, we are back. Uh, yeah, we are I back. We're anything, definitely back. This isn't good. We're back on Peacock. Super. I probably, my headphone is completely dead. There we go. What, is it plugged in? Let's hope that's not a metaphor for anything. Right. Okay. Uh, we're back here on the uh, Rich Eisen Show, uh, by the way. Uh, let's go back to the uh, phone lines here on our program. Uh, Chris in Pensacola, Florida has been hanging on for a while. What's up, Chris? Hey, Rich. How's it going, guys? What's going on? Well, I'm the Vikings fan that called in about Rodgers last week. I just want to let you guys know that right off the get. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> no, I was actually the Titans fan, but That's uh, right. I was just but the um <laughs> Good one. But I'm scratching my head and you were at the game, Rich. So what did you think of Zach Taylor's call on third and one to run the draw play right into right into an A gap where Aaron Donald is at? Why don't you throw the out route, get get you some yardage? And then go with a deep shot. I don't get Zach Taylor's play calling on that. That was an out, It's an outstanding second guess, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, have we found out why Mixon was not in there? I have not seen that. Not at all on the final drive. It was all. All I know is one of the first one on on the Bengals' first drive of the game. It was the third down that they did not convert and wound up punting back to the Rams, who scored the uh, the first you know uh, points of the game. Um, that. Uh, that Mixon came out on third down and then was told to go back in the game, and but Piron was already in the huddle, and either he couldn't be had he, they, they couldn't get Piron's attention or what, because a couple of times they were trying to run Mixon back in and it looked weird. It just looked weird, and I have no idea. Obviously, this was now three and a half quarters later, but I I, I don't know. Was he hurt? Did he was he? I I don't understand why he was not in on the third one. Like, what do you like? Why are we going? We're going with a third down package. Come hell or high water. How about Mixon? You know, I I don't know. I mean, um, I appreciate the call though, and call back about your Titans, um, who are going to be highly relevant this off season. I would think. That's another team in the AFC, the Titans. Which is what that that you have to get past. The yeah. Bengals. Well, they, yeah. they they got past them, didn't they? I know. I'm just saying. Derrick Henry wasn't fully healthy, dude. That was the first awful play call of the playoffs. That there can no, run. I shouldn't say that. There's a whole week of action beforehand, but of, of the divisional round. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Tannehill keeping it first on third and inch. But the Bengals played some great. De- Boy, they played great defense all all postseason. Cincinnati, terrific defense, great. Here on Peacock, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Mercedes wants to ask you, when was the last time you seriously considered your dream? If you really used to think about it all the time, it's time to reconnect yourself with your dream and get back together. You could live the van life in a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. You could tour around all the national park sites. There's 423 of those. Build a mountain cabin with your dad. Start your own business. It really is whatever you dream up. It's the starting your own business that anybody could start at any time because we're talking about a Mercedes-Benz van right now. You can expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist, blind spot assist. Expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine. It runs like a dream. So what do you say? Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership right now and get that Sprinter and tell them your dream sent you. A Super Bowl is a dream scenario for anybody looking to overreact to anything. And Chris Brockman is that man for the job. <laughs> it's time for Super Bowl 56 version of Overreaction Monday. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. 
garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. All right, Christopher, what do you have? All right, here we go. Let's go to the second half. We've been talking a lot about the defense, and uh, let's go right to it. The Rams' defense won the game in the second half. That's a fact, yes, they did. They won the game in the second half. I know we're going to be talking about that 15-play drive to win it, but the fact that that 15-play drive was to win it, not to tie it, or the fact that they had a chance to win the game at all because the Bengals came out and hit them in the mouth right after – Uh, halftime with a touchdown, a shocking touchdown, a touchdown that has been unprecedented. We've never seen a second half open with a first snap from scrimmage with a touchdown. That was the first time we've ever seen that. We've never seen a first snap from scrimmage in any half of a a Super Bowl uh, go for six. So I will say that Aaron Donald making sure it was still a one-score game by making sure that the subsequent interception after that half opening score uh, only led to three points and then even uh, every time uh, Stafford and the offense failed from the 50 uh, which they did twice in a row at the end of the third and starting the fourth Donald and that defense came back and kept it where it was so I will say that is not an overreaction sir yeah and continuing on that Rich you mentioned the big third down sack to hold them to a field goal Cincinnati the game changed when the Bengals just tried to fight Aaron Donald on the sideline I'll say that's an overreaction. Um, you don't, I don't think that just like made him angry and no, then he just decided no, to take that's over? that's an overreaction. Yeah, that's kind of I, like I, that. I did say earlier in the show, and I'll repeat it here, he did, it was a, a message sender, and it was also something that kind of jolted the Rams to say, all right, things aren't going our way right now. I'm going to start, you know, throwing my weight around. And he literally did throw his weight around right there. Um, so I'll just go saying that's an overreaction, Christopher. <laughs> All right. Fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cooper Cup MVP yesterday. Well-deserving. He was awesome. Two touchdowns. He just completed the greatest wide receiver season ever. Um, I think you could say that. I think you could say that. And I, I understand that we're talking about Jerry Rice here. Um, Randy Moss is 23 touchdowns. No, and, and, uh, or, or also the fact that, um, you know, uh, Megatron had more receiving yards yep. in a season. But um, when you win the res- triple crown of a, of, a, of a league year, most receiving yards, most re- receptions, most receiving touchdowns, um, and others have done that before. And when you then win Offensive Player of the Year coming off of that, and others have done that before, and when you win a Super Bowl MVP, other receivers have done that before, and Jerry Rice is the only one to have ever had a career in which he's done all of those three, and Cup just did all three of those in the same year, um, I would say that this is not an overreaction and an outstanding argument in favor of Cooper Cup having had the greatest receiving season ever. Yeah. Do you think follow-up, that Cooper Cup is on his way to the Hall of Fame now. We've been talking a lot about Matthew Stafford. What about Cooper Cup Hall of Fame? There's no question that he's on that path now. He's placed himself in that trajectory. Yes, sir. It's not an overreaction. Uh, no? He's placed himself in that trajectory. I mean, there's still a lot of receivers out there, man, who look at Cliff Branch, who finally, what, 40 years yeah. after he retires? No, like, uh, no. And, and, and for some reason, for some reason, the Hall of Fame selectors have something up there, you know what, 
about wide about, receivers. About wide receivers. Yeah, I don't Heinz get Ward, it. Tory I Holt. don't like, get it. It could be that there are more eligible Hall of Fame or worthy candidates at that position more than any other position. That's a good argument to be made. I mean, that. That, that may be the reason why, that it's the largest line waiting at the door mm-hmm. because so many people have a resume that is considered Hall of Fame worthy or have great games and big games that you can't tell the story of the NFL without more than running backs or even quarterbacks. But, um, you know, I'm just saying what Cup has done already, and if he continues to do it regular and post and put another ring on a finger, Mm. how do you not consider him Hall of Fame worthy? And I'm not saying he's first ballot, because that's the ultimate Mm. bug up the you-know-what for Hall of Fame selectors. When you tell Andre Johnson he's not first ballot worthy, um... So, but at some point, he will get in if he continues doing what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, monster next four years. He's done it. I mean, he's grown into it. You know, and I I do just want to put a, you know, know, I I do want to give Cup a little bit more time before the end of the show uh, on this subject matter. What else you got over there, Chris? Uh, Speaking of wide receivers, play for the Rams. Odell. Great start. First touchdown, a big catch for you. Odell was on his way to winning Super Bowl MVP. I think so. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yes, he was. Oh, yeah, he sure was. Two catches, 52 yards, and a score. He was unguardable. He looked unguardable. He looked spry. He looked fast. He He was terrific. What a damn shame. But he's a Super Bowl champion. And, um... And he is, uh, he's, he's, he's got that ring forever. And it'll be, hopefully he'll get back fast soon. And, you know, the Rams can get him. Could you imagine Cup, him, Woods, all healthy and active. Higby. With that, with Higby and, and the running backs, yeah, the way that they have. Right, and Stafford, Anderson. right. And then keeping everyone protected. That is an absolute dynamo at run, at, on offense. Just Donald, just Donald, just stay where you are, Aaron. Don't go anywhere yet. Oh, Rich, that leads me to my next one. Yes, the Rams are going to be back in the Super Bowl next year. Wow, man! Best team in the NFC. Uh, I I need to see how less works is magic first. How does that sound? Bring Von back, and then there's another thing too. Is we got to get Breer. You know what? I need Breer back here. Breer put out there that McVeigh is, you know. Getting married, wants to think about his relationship, and you family. know, sees people with kids and family, and you He's know, pull Gruden and just quit. I don't know. Do- no, it's a Madden. Madden, Madden won one. He true. just was the youngest head coach in the history of the Super Bowl to win it, and Madden was that. And then Madden said, "You know what? Ten years is enough. You know, maybe five, six years is enough for McVeigh. I, I don't know." There's still a lot of moving parts. I'll just say that's an overreaction for the moment. What else, Chris? Okay, a couple more. Finish this up here. Uh, Non-Super Bowl related. Uh, We've been talking about it all week. You touched on it a minute ago. Kyler Murray has played his last snap. Oh, that's an overreaction. That's an overreaction. He's still under contract to him. and He's still under contract. He doesn't want to play. He doesn't want to play. Does he want to pull Deshaun Watson? Is that what he wants to do? Is that what he really wants to do? No, he's going to pull James Harden. 
Well, that's Deshaun Watson was pulling a James Harden before everything else started coming well, out about Deshaun Watson. Kyler Murray doesn't have the off-field No, 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 no. But I'm saying before the off-field stuff yeah. came to the and, fore, and he was gonna get Watson traded. was pulling a Harden. And Watson was going to get moved well, before I, everything I, came is, out. Is that what he's going to do? I mean, if Brady if, doesn't I, come I, back, I, I you, you can't see Kyler know. Murray on the Bucks. I honestly don't know what's going on. I honestly don't know. No, if I'm Arizona, I would trade him to the next conference too, and then it, it'll be like, "Hey, man, DeAndre Hopkins, you've got D Hop here." I get it. Honestly, how lucky was he? Because Larry Fitzgerald was leaving, and they had Christian Kirk and Andy Isabella for him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's it's D Hop, and then AJ Green added to that mix, and so. He's got it really good there. The question is, is what's going on behind the scenes? And if he's miserable to be around and he's miserable about everything and he's making other people miserable, whatever Chris Mortensen's saying, then then if he really wants to force his way out, I don't know how much better it's going to get. Now, I, I mean, you did see two guys change their addresses and win Super Bowls in a row. I, I I just find it hard to believe. There's too many. There's two years left on his deal, right? Because they're gonna they're gonna pick up a fifth year option. Yeah, of course. He wants to get signed right here and now. Who knows if he's gonna get the money? I I, I don't know. I find that hard to believe. He's just gonna basically say, as a matter of fact, I'm out. I'm out entirely. And there's nothing in my. There's no skeletons here that's gonna derail my plan here like what happened with Deshaun Watson I'm out I'm not coming don't talk to me anymore <laughs> don't have your don't 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 have the owner call don't even try I'm out like that's what's going to take that's what's going to take I don't think this is over by any stretch of the imagination that okay. this thing can drag but Aaron Rodgers looked as over as it possibly can be and guess who showed up you want right. to get paid or not yeah. that's it the Cardinals hold some cards here all I'm saying. What else, Chris? All right. Speaking of Rodgers, uh, you saw him uh, uh, over the weekend uh, at Honors. Russell Wilson looked pretty uh, chummy sitting next to the commissioner last night. Those two guys are going to be back with their teams next season. I, I kind of dig that one, yeah. Feels like it. Packers saying they're going to go all in, quote. Yeah. Build a team around Aaron Rodgers for 22. Yeah. I just still don't understand what Rodgers is thinking about. That he says he's going to make a decision sometime soon. A decision what? To say I want out and force it this time? Because they still have one more year left on him. I don't know. I mean, he likes the guys. He's talking about them. He's hugging them all when I saw him out there at Honors. His MVP speech, though, just sounded like Like a a farewell, right? Yeah. I don't know. Who the hell knows? But if I had to guess, yeah. If I had to guess, yes. That's it. All right, and last one. Speaking, oh, one more. Speaking of who the hell knows, we've got 205 days until next NFL season. Oh, damn it. What do we do now? <laughs> what, do we, what do we do now? That is not an overreaction. I don't know. What do we do? Longest NFL season over. Now we got seven months of offseason. Well, like, it's one week closer than we normally would be, right? It's, it's one week closer. Dude, combine. What do we do now? Combine. Combine. You start, tra- you start next, training? It's the next two weekends that are... Um, it's like, ugh. That are that are the tough ones, but hey, we got the NBA All Star Game in yeah, Cleveland. That's true. I'm fully invested in the NBA, NBA so All-Star I don't feel game. that at all. Uh, the, the big Genesis, tur- Genesis tournament is here in LA this coming weekend. Hey, everyone in the top ten in the world golf rankings will be participating. Are you going? Probably not. Okay. <laughs>
There you go. I'm just saying, what do we do now? Very good. I'm going to hibernate. There's no baseball. We're not going to have baseball anytime soon. How about that? I'm like, going to watch a whole man. lot of hoops. That's true. A whole lot of hoops. Yeah, it's right. March Madness around the yeah, corner. Man. Well, new league year. NFL months. new league year is now five weeks away. Not even, actually. By the way, new league year starts one, one month from, uh, from Wednesday. So Roger says he's going to make his decision before then. then There's going to be so much oh, to talk about. Bra- maybe Brady? Or I don't know. Is he, is he going to decide? Kyler Murray may TikTok something. Love it. <laughs> I just said that uh, with all seriousness. <laughs> Whatever happens, we'll be here to respond. We will, we will be here. Okay. Mike, I don't know where you'll be. He has no <laughs> idea. He's not paying attention right I'm now. fixing my computer, people. <laughs> I fix everything. Could, do you need it? Do you need it for the next uh, yeah, 26 I mean, minutes? Yeah. Guys, yeah. I do. I know if you want me to play some music going out to break. It's okay. You don't have to do it. Speaking of music, um, what did you think of the halftime show? I thought it was great because I love that era. That's the end of what I call great music for, like, mm-hmm. in my generation, the early 2000s, late 90s. And they, they were, uh, it was amazing. I mean, they're just, awesome. they're iconic. It's, it's insane how good. It did not sound as good in the stadium, though, mm-hmm. until I got home and I watched on TV. Okay. I could get why, and I, it happens all the time. It happens, I hate, even though I know the guys that do it, it's hard to make those because it's not a concert. They got to set it up. You see, uh, it's, it's insane. It's, it, it, that is, it's insane, folks. I, I got to tell you, uh, this is how I I see half times in the stadium, and I'm there's no flex or anything like that. It's just I I've been fortunate to cover these games nineteen in a row now. I've covered nineteen straight Super Bowls. Knock on wood, there'll be a twentieth and more to come. You know, um, but I see them in the stadiums. And it's different watching it at home than what it looks like in the stadium. And I, when you watch it back, you can see sometimes it is better because you see the shots that you want to see. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, you know, obviously I have one perspective. So when Snoop and Dr. Dre first came out, yeah, I, I, they were far away from exactly. me, and I and I had yeah, trouble. I had trouble actually finding them on the field. And when uh, and when Fitty was hanging upside down, I was like, "Who the hell is that? I can't right, see yeah. where he is." <laughs> like people I are going crazy. Honestly, <laughs> he's hanging upside down, you know. And um, it's like Vampire Fitty. Is that what that is? You no, know? it's from the uh, the from video. The original video. He. Oh, re- yeah. they recreated the, the in the club video. Okay, for that. So, so which was I awesome. Which was obviously lost on me. But um, but it's tough to see in the stands and yeah. to, to what you're trying to see. Like when Gaga, Lady Gaga, jumped right, right. Yeah. and went off the screen, and people at home were like, "What the hell was that?" Was I had no happening? idea what was happening. I didn't know that that was lost on me. Right. So when something plays as well in the stadium as it does on television. That's a rarity. Yeah. Last night was one of them, man. Yeah. If, Last night if, was the best to be played, the, the best in the stadium as it was on TV since Prince, for me. I, I, since I that agree. Prince halftime. That I was agree. incredible. I agree. In the stadium. And people in the stadium lost it. It was awesome. Oh, when they were, I mean. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, it was LA. Well, I also I, like the first better. song prop, so like I was extra excited. Oh, oh really? Was, yeah, it was. Great. He kept asking me. I'm like, I'm not telling you. I went through. He kept asking. Hit, such a, I such a prop on that sort of thing. Oh yeah, first song props. Yeah. What did you think of the halftime? 
DJ. What are you Scott laughing about? You haven't like, said a word yet. I, I mean, I am hip hop. Of course, no, I love it. I know it. you like, are, it, but I want to. It was. It was great. Okay, here's the deal. It was too short. That was the thing. I could have. Yeah, they can't. Well, I mean, it was. Six, I mean, it was. 15. They can't tell the Bengals and the Rams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. It was so encore. You know, they wanted the to give the fans minutes, what yeah. they want. I really. I wanted more. I'm not going to say it was the greatest show ever. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I when it was over, I was upset. I wanted more. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I had a. I mean, mind you, it's only so much I was doing. I was by myself, yes. you know. So it wasn't like I was like, "Hey, everybody!" You know, but that was I. When Mary J came out, was I like doing the huh, the kick step? Yeah, you know. And you know, if you watch <laughs> watch your move, you might mistake me for a player pimp. Been hit with a few shells, but I don't walk with a limp. You know, like it was great. I, I love, love awesome. watching, and I've I've been in the like I call the gallows of the stadium, right? To watch that machine happen. I don't know if you've ever done that at, at any of the. No, I've been in the stands, you but it is. Uh, I, I I Instagrammed it out and I tweeted it out it's of what. Insane. As soon as as soon as the the Ooh. the halftime was over and everybody's like you know going crazy, standing ovation and lights are flashing. I took a picture of it, and then I took a picture of kickoff of the second half. That scene between the end of overtime and the beginning of and literally toe meeting ball. Bengals getting the ball sent in their direction was seven and a half it's, to eight minutes not, in real time. Oh, you mean halftime, not overtime? Yeah, but I say. I thought you said overtime. Did I, did I say overtime? I'm sorry, my bad. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what time it is myself right now. Yeah, I was but like, no, wait, no, what? For, no. For the last, no, last, you know, I note, saw your picture, The last yeah. note of halftime of the halftime show to the kickoff of the second half was seven and a half to eight minutes long. That set you know, was amazing too. And that way. set was. Like I mean, to put it all out. together, oh, and they roll it out, they and they the put it together, down. and then they roll it off, and then they have a game. And George Toma, the oh, yeah. sod god, he is now George Toma mm-hmm. is the sod game. god. He has been in charge of the field for every Super Bowl from Super Bowl one to Super Bowl fifty six. It's his job to make sure Great. the playing surface is playable. And A plus plus, and no one's going to get hurt on it. Where there's grass or turf, all of it. Yeah, for turf in Indianapolis, you know where the turf had, you know, had the pellets yeah, and yeah. all that stuff, because it was that type of field turf. He would go out with a little brush yes. and 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 like tamp down the pellets because it yeah. was too high for him. He would go out with like a. a so here's a 92 year old man there last night, the sod god. As soon as the la- halftime was over. He comes toddling out, looking at the looking at the field, making sure as it was being wheeled off that everything was good. Like he was walking the length of the field, like Tom Brady before a big game, you know. Yeah. And so, this is wild when they they come off. Yeah. And they check it. right, and and then they play a game. It really is remarkable. And uh, but had they gone on longer, there was one guy who would have. Not had a problem with that. Uh, who played in the game? Evan McPherson. I was looking down. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. I took a picture and circled it. Yep. He stayed out the entire he, time. Yeah, he was, <laughs> that is great. So hype. Apparently, Evan McPherson, dating back to college, does not go into the oh, is that locker right? room during halftime. Oh, he stays on the field. Well, wow. the then he's made for the Super Bowl, isn't he? Yeah. Because yeah. wow. yes. he could. He, he has to do what Dion did. I mean, oh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Mike, Mike Irvin, yeah, snuck out to I'm see Mike. Michael Jackson. I'm Mike. I'm I said, I thought it was a one, it was, but it was a two. I mean, the <laughs> he said, he, told, he, said he had to go number three is what he said he told <laughs> he his said coach. It was three. And the way you guys just all walked away from him. I always think that's a story. Please start telling the story. Did you hear? Did you see that yesterday, Chris? No. 
So, it's so, funny. so uh, Richard Isico, the producer of uh, NFL Game Day Morning, gets in my ear. He goes, um, we're, we're close to the halfway point of the show, if you want to mention it. And I say to him, you know what we should do is if, if it works in our rundown, when it is at literally halfway point, we should send it to Michael for, for halftime entertainment. I mean, that was... And so for halftime entertainment, we sent it to Michael to tell the story about him sneaking out of the locker room to see Michael Jackson in the last Super Bowl here in Los Angeles 29 years ago. He was the halftime entertainment. And he told the story and he said that he told his coach that he was sneaking out. He goes, but he told him he was going to the bathroom and the coach called him out later. He said, I I said, I was told he was number one. Made you think it was number two, but I really went number three. <laughs> At which point I get back on camera and I'm like, and with that, we start the second half of our show. <laughs> that was so funny. That was and then for us, it's just, it, was, it was a great halftime. It was a great halftime last night. It played really yeah. well in the building. And oddly enough, uh, I got really hungry uh, for the second half, you know. Looking for some snacks. Oh, I think it was probably something in the air, right? Yeah. That got you hungry. It well, was just it was something the, in the air. The that fans did that. were the fans were lit, and I don't mean those lights that were hanging around uh, everybody's lanyards. <laughs> here yeah. are my kids, and I'm like, Coop, it's a skunk in here. Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> Daddy, why, why do I want Doritos all of a sudden? Don't inhale. <laughs> Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. <laughs> Bill Clinton told take the story. I'll t- tell you about our guest list next couple days right here on the Rich Eisen Show and a great story from last night's oh, Super Bowl. Great story in the making for years. It got capped last night. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed 
All right, back here on the uh, the Rich Eisen show. We just had a, an interesting two minutes where Del Tufo swore something happened and then didn't. And I'm like, what are we talking about? Don't worry. Is it a waste of time? Them. Is it's it a waste, waste of time to even bring up? Absolutely a waste of time. It's not even content? We can't even turn it into content? We can't turn that straw no. into gold? Not really. He just misread a graphic. I misread a graphic and I was, got ex- and, and, I was like, and thought wait a second. That, yeah. Do we have enough uh, fodder for our new idea for Tuesday's show yet? Uh, yeah, I've got some things already from today. <laughs> We'll see what they come up with tomorrow. All right. Uh, I don't want to. Really, I don't want to. I'm just. You know. I'm. I'm kind of teasing something we haven't announced yet. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, I got some stuff. I was on Winter Gold today. Oh, nice. Oh. Who's hosting that? Is it? Uh... Adnan Vert. Adnan Vert. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. So I am. Uh, I was on today as a guest of a show that I used to host under Winter. a different title. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So. The winter gold stuff. How much of the winter Olympics are you watching? I'm watching a little bit each night. I've been really into the snowboarding and uh, Nathan Chen and that stuff. And Nathan Chen, how amazing is he? Day. Right, incredible. So incredible. the question I was asked, and I'll have you answer it. So Tariko came from Beijing mm-hmm. to Stanford, Connecticut, went to Los Angeles, yep. and then back to Stanford, Connecticut. Oof. Okay. Because okay. he's hosting the Olympics, and then he came back to host the Super Bowl, and then okay. came back and went back, and he's now doing the Olympics. What's longer? What, or what's more, I guess, mileage? His airplane travel or the actual distance of the Great Wall of China? Oh, my God. What's more? Ooh. I don't know got? that off the top of my head. I'm going to say the, the airline mileage. Yeah, I'm going to say airline mileage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, has to be. It was more. It was, it was the airline mileage. Wow, that was a lot of travel. A lot of travel in a really short period of time. Yeah, I know that. I know that. He's got to have like ultra diamonds. I don't, He's gonna be like Clooney, getting that <laughs> ten million miles. Del Tufo's jealous. Damn, I want those. He He's, must be in the first class pod with you know, like the apartment. He flies the plane. Yeah, he's definitely not in forty G. Right? No, he is one. A or B, take your pick. You think? I'm not I, a, like I don't want to be a one guy. I don't want to be a one. You don't guy. Like one? one guy. You'd rather I'm be one. I'm two one or three. Yeah, two or three. You like being? But like, you like being middle? first on and first off. I do like being yeah, first on and first guys. off, but I don't like having a wall in front of me. I don't need that. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, because if you have the wall, you can't. Certainly, if you're far enough back that you have a problem, no problem with somebody putting their seat back. You know what I mean? But I do shame anybody uh, who I know walking uh, behind me. Yeah, even though I'm only going like two rows behind. That's right, but there's a curtain between us. That's, that's all that matters. It's got to be on the right side of the curtain, Chris. I tell you that all the time. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Lonnie in Los Angeles, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Lonnie? Finally relax. <laughs> I can finally relax. I love it. Being a Rams fan since Roman Gabriel to Jack Snow, this is a very happy day for me. I live and die on every Rams victory and every Rams loss. Excellent. So this was good. I did enjoy the game. I only enjoyed blowouts <laughs> for my teams in the Super Bowl. And, but I enjoyed this. I enjoyed the story of redemption for OBJ and for Matt Stafford. I enjoyed that because people create narratives when you don't know anything about the person. And this man performed. OBJ was on his way to MVP before he got hurt. I agree. I think he was on his way. I love what Matt Stafford done. And I'm going to tell you something. 
I see a little Jack Snow in Cooper Cup. I see a little bit in him. And that man is I just I'm just so happy right now. Oh but I do I, I got a couple of recommendations for you. Okay. Terry Bradshaw's going deep. See that. Oh no, he came on to promote it, Lonnie. It was terrific. It was great. Oh, I missed that. So I what's the that. what's the me, yeah, what's the other he one? He owes me two Super Bowl rings. Uh, I know. <laughs> what's the other ones? He beat my Rams and he beat my Vikings. But I don't hate him like I hate Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Lonnie. I appreciate it. Yeah, That's fun well, stuff. Be well. And it, I, I, I'm what what Lonnie is saying. I think is is pretty spot on and pretty cool about what the Super Bowl is. It's about stories and journeys. And I know for the Bengals and their fans and the players, it's a journey that came so close to being completed with the ultimate, the trophy and the confetti and the moment and the cigars and the rings and all of that. And and they're going to have to try and push that same rock up that same hill next year. And it's such a tough journey to try and make just year to year. But I'm just talking about every single player's long time journey to this point in time. And one that we really haven't delved into very much throughout the week. And certainly on today's show, I want to hit right here, and that's Cooper Cups. Because it really is amazing what's happened with him and who he has become for this Rams team. In case you want to know, I'm going to do my thing here for a couple seconds. That uh, he's from Yakima, Washington. Okay. We've got our Super Bowl MVP from Yakima. <laughs> Yakima. Okay. And he was a two-sport star in Davis High School in Yakima. And thanks to 110 catches and 2,100 yards in his senior season, he was the unanimous first-team All-Columbia Basin Big Nine League player. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) But at the end of his senior season, after his last game, he could count the number of scholarships that he had and offers to four-year schools on neither hand, zero. It was only a couple of weeks after his final game of his senior season that Eastern Washington knocked on his door. And then Idaho State said, give us a look. This is what he looked like at that very point in time in his life. Yeah, yeah, talk about that. Your your career's coming to an end. Um, has that hit you yet? No, not yet. I mean, I still have a lot of football to play. And, uh, I mean, I don't think that will hit me until, uh, you know, our last game, hopefully a ways away. And, uh, but when that day comes, I mean, I know, I know I've worked hard and hopefully things will play out and it won't be the last football game I've played. Uh, there's so many good players over here, but uh, if we can get our names out, I think people will be surprised. Yeah, he wasn't done playing because Eastern Washington came calling and he's accepted. And all he did in his freshman year was set FCS, so conference-wide records, for receiving yards, total touchdowns, receptions, and straight games with a touchdown catch, 14. And he earned the award for top freshman of the year, amongst the entire FCS conference. 
He was the first freshman wide receiver to be named first team All-American since Randy Moss in 1996. In his final year, he stayed all four years at Eastern Washington. His final numbers, 428 receptions, 6,464 total yards, 73 touchdowns. Those are all the most in the history of FCS football. Still, he was only a third-round pick. Rams Psalm took him. They made the Super Bowl in his second year, but he didn't play in it because his knee was blown out. But he came back, and this year, he won the Triple Crown, most receiving yards, most receiving touchdowns, most receptions. That earned him offensive Rookie of the Year, a single vote for MVP of the entire league, and then eventually, with almost 100 yards and two touchdowns, including the go-ahead game-winning score, he wins Super Bowl MVP. And those three things, Super Bowl MVP for a wide receiver, Triple Crown for a wide receiver, Offensive Player of the Year for a wide receiver. The only other guy to do that in the history of the league did it throughout his entire career. Cooper Cup did it once, all in the same year. And the guy who he has now matched on all of that is the guy for whom the award for top freshman in FCS football is named, Jerry Rice. Cooper Cup, what a journey. Super Bowl MVP. And that's how we wrap up this Monday show. 